I'm Maisie. I'm Alice. And this is... Treason Review! Tell me about your week, Alice. Well, Maisie, as of today, I have been 30 for exactly seven (gasps) days. And how's the first week gone? Well, let me tell you, Maisie, I'm sinking into it like a warm bath. In a good way? It's the perfect temperature. It's got a lush... Lavender and jasmine bath bomb fizzing away merrily by my feet, and I've got the cold tap just slightly on in a little bit too hot bath, so that there's a cold undercurrent, much like the Pacific salt water. <laughs> What's that thing called? You know that thing that makes the. Never mind. I'll edit that. <laughs> yeah, it's going well. It's going well, thank you. I think I'm even more asinine and lugubrious than usual. I noticed that you didn't say jasmine, though, when you were giving us that nice bath metaphor. What did you say instead? I said uh, jasmine. Jasmine. That's right, listeners. There's a H in every word if you ask Alice about it. (laughs) Jasmine. Give us trousers. Trousers. Sandwich. Sandwich. You are ridiculous, and I'd hope you'd have grown out of this by 30. Well, listeners, welcome back again to Treason Review. As well you know, the only podcast, Maisie, that compares one tree and one treason on a five-stock scale. Talk to me about the roots of your tree, Maisie. What have you got for me today? I've got quite a sad one. Prepare yourselves, get some Kleenex on the standby. Yeah. Prepare yourselves. It's Nazis. It's Nazis. Mm -hmm. So good for treasons, but in this case, also great for trees. Thumbs up. So, I'm sure you've heard of Anne Frank. I've heard of her, yep. Yep, so two years she's squirreled away in her father's workplace oh, in a secret annex. God. And this attic only had one window from which she, she could see a small courtyard. And within that courtyard, Alice, it's a white chestnut tree. This whole thing is very bleak and depressing already. It is very bleak and depressing, but the tree was a source of hope and delight and she wrote about the tree specifically like three times in her diaries. I'm going to give you a quote. I love quotes, Maisie. Maybe I could give you a quote in return. Is it just going to be yours, though? <laughs> oh, God, I'm so predictable. <laughs> if it's any consolation, my quote was going to be... I just want to listen to Anne Frank now instead of your <laughs> preposterous <laughs> musings. The quote was going to be, you're a great sister, Alice Wilson, 2021. Mm. It's on my Wikipedia page. I feel... <laughs> <laughs> I remember once for a birthday a while ago, we promised to make Wikipedia pages for each other. Okay, maybe that can be our Sunday afternoon activity. I prefer the idea of just watching Twilight and eating ice cream and shame. Okay. Eating shit. (laughs) We'll toss a coin. So the quote. The two of us looked out at the blue sky, the bare chestnut tree glistening with dew, the seagulls and the birds glinting with silver as they swooped through the air. And we were so moved and entranced that we couldn't speak. And that was on February 23rd, 1944. Isn't it more truly the case that they couldn't speak because they had to be in silence (laughs) at all times to avoid being discovered by the Nazis? See, this is exactly what I was concerned about when I chose this tree, is that obviously this is an issue. It's not been too soon, is the problem. We can't really make jokes about this. No. But here we all are. But we're going to go for it anyway. Why not? So, yes, it's a very high possibility, but we're going to go for the optimism that it was actually the bird's beauty, and more specifically, the tree's wonder. Mm-hmm. Trees do inspire a lot of wonder. Stumped into silence. You're welcome. <laughs> Give me your treason, Alice. What roots we got? Okay, Maisie. The roots of the treason are deep, venerable, much like your own age. Okay, today we're dealing with... <clears throat> oh, give it... Johanna Magdalena Catherine Jesse 
Van Dorth. Or she was called like Janine Von Dorth or something. Like she had an abbreviated middle name. You know when it's like Maisie, the Spamier Wilson, <laughs> oh, fighting chains, from the blue winner corner. Of whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, breaker yeah. of chains. Game Forger of, France, of fire. Yeah. <laughs> Maker of excellent sandwiches. That's a lie. I only like peanut butter and jam. But those can be great sandwiches if you're in the right mood. Do not push me Sully. over the edge. <laughs> a good name <laughs> of peanut butter sandwiches again. Let's just call them bread snacks. Bread snacks. Bread moistened bread. Bread pano snackala. (laughs) Bread shells. Please repeat back to me the name of the treasonous woman that we're dealing with today. It's Johanna Marganelle Catriona Van Dorf or Lady Dorf. Lady of the Dorf. Lady Van Dorf Dorf. for short. Her claim to fame, Maisie, I mean, there's many things, but one of them is she's the only Dutch woman ever in history to be sentenced by a military court. What a winning accolade. I'd be so proud of that. I know, it's pretty gangster, isn't it? It is pretty cool. Although I'm ashamed to say that she wrote that down wrong and someone in 1944 got it. But until then, she had a reigning title of 200 years. 1944, what did they do? I don't know. Treasonous, presumably. Yeah, must be. (laughs) Well, Lady Van Dorf... What she did to deserve getting sentenced by a military court, as far as I can understand, is that she was just a big fan of William of Orange, the notorious Protestant Dutch and English king. <laughs> when and is she, this and where is this? Uh, it's in the 1790s in the Dutch Republic. In the Dutch Republic suite. And all she did was like tie a few orange ribbons to her carriage and Fuck wear an orange hat. And she also allegedly did have sex with her brother. And family lawyer. And the family lawyer when she was 13 years old. Yes, and then escaped from her house <laughs> to go and nibble on his little <laughs> jurisdictional weed, <laughs> even though it had been uh, disallowed by the family. I wonder if he brought a gavel. You know, <laughs> that would somehow factor in, no? Or a wig? You can do something with this. It's not a big enough foreplay, really. Why are we focusing on schoolgirls when we have act- state actors <laughs> go by? Did he bring a gavel? I hope so. Uh, so... What it was, Maisie, is that in the 1790s, the Dutch Republic, they're having a big old Barney between the Patriots, who were feeling inspired by the French Revolution, which was just going on at the same time, and they wanted more... was that? It was uh, en France. Was France? Yeah, France. (laughs) Who wanted more democratic rights, you know. loser. I know. People getting their fair say and stuff, being able to complain about the potholes, why are the bins only collected on a Wednesday? yeah. Yeah. I see their point. Yeah. But... Johanna didn't care about when the bins were collected because she was an aristocrat and she didn't even know that there was such thing as a bin. She just threw her banana peels and crisp packets on the floor. Into the face of her servants. Yeah. I don't think she even saw them. Splat. You know how when people... That amazing psychological experiment that was done where they showed a video to a group of like Stanford psychology students mm-hmm. who are the only people that psychological tests are ever done on ever. I know, prison experiment as well, right? What yeah. the fuck? And then the experimenters are like, this applies to all of humanity because we did this <laughs> test on an extremely rich white, white rich group of Stanford <laughs> students. So the test is this. You go into the lab and you watch a screen and yeah. the examiner says to you, watch this video and tell me how many times the people pass the ball to each other. And there's like six people passing one ball around you okay. to catch it. And then afterwards... You're asked, how many times was it? Was it six? Was it 10? Was it 15? They give all their different answers. Mm-hmm. And then they say, was there anything else you, you noticed in the video? And they're like, no. <gasps> Is this when there's like a huge guy in like a cat costume or a dog a costume? A gorilla costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's on screen for so long, right in the middle of all these people passing the ball, dancing, yeah, yeah. shaking around like that. You can no not miss it. Yeah. 
everybody misses yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, That's in the great. same vein, Johanna Magdalena Catherine von Dorf, Lady von Dorf, <laughs> didn't even see her servants. She just so threw like a the crystal ball of money and gold. That's it. Yeah. So she didn't want democratic rights to be expanded. She's never heard of democracy. She's only heard of the clinking of doubloons in her purse. <laughs> well, this is an interesting treason because I feel like very often we're always on the side of the treasoners. We always love them, really. Like Roger Caseman and all that. Nisdale. Oh, God. All winners. But this yeah. gal, I'm like, meh. She seemed like a bit of a meanie. She, so yeah. anyway, so those are the patriots who wanted more bin collection, less potholes, more democracy. Yeah. And then the orangist who supported <laughs> Prince of Orange. Prince of Prince Orange. Prince William of Orange, who married his cousin when she was 13 years old. I wish I could say I was surprised, Alice. It's just too normal. What is up with them all? I don't know, but I guess what we must consider is that people didn't used to live to 80. They used to live... Okay. If I knew... The life expectancy, this would help. But I'm guessing less than 80, right? Maybe 50? 50 or something like that, yeah. Yeah, so while it's still definitely weird, it's slightly less weird. Yeah, but the cousin. The they cousin also is live weird, like yeah. so far. Were there so many less people in the 1700s <laughs> that you just didn't know enough people to marry someone who wasn't directly related to you? I guess, yeah, and because they all had houses more spread out. Like, how are you going to go meet someone? Especially if you're an aristocrat. Street. Yeah, 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 where yeah, you're yeah. just in a big house surrounded by hundreds of acres of arable farming yeah. pastures, <laughs> which the farmers are yeah. ploughing for tithes. You're going to start looking at ploughing those farmers and you're going to start oh, looking at ploughing those sheep. So it's, in a way, it's a great thing that we only got family members. <laughs> Count your blessings, Alice. Johanna hated democratic rights, but she loved having sex with her brother. That's how well, I'd summarise. <laughs> at least it's not hurting anybody, as opposed to fighting democratic rights, which definitely were. Um. So in the end, the actual treason was just that Whilst the Orangist and Patriots were fighting a lot, she thought that the Orangists were going to win because she's never been defeated by anything in her whole life because she's too protected by like yes, money and her devil-may-care attitude. <laughs> and then the Patriots won and she was like, oh, oh, shit. And then she got killed by firing squad. Well, this is what's such a great story is that she wasn't even killed immediately. <laughs> so she's arrested and she gets taken to this big old manor because that's where rich people go to prison. It's not a prison. It's Under a house arrest in a <laughs> yeah. palace. And then she bribes the guards and no one knows where she is or what's happened for like five months. And after five months, it just turns it back at a house in Netherlands. And everyone's like, well, I guess she got away with it. And no one did anything about it. And then years later, she gets killed in a field by a firing squad. Yeah. And the best thing is that she's been contrary and argumentative her whole life. Like while all these massive squabbles were going on between the Patriots and the Orangists, she would dress in the most outrageously yeah. orange clothes and hand out like orange pamphlets to people and just be really brazen and not at all ashamed. And this was a trend that continued right until the very end of her life, where after she was killed by firing squad by six soldiers, didn't even work, did it? She wasn't even dead. <laughs> so they loafed her into this coffin and she was like, how about you, sir? Uh, coming alive, like twitching back twitching to life. Twitching back to life was what we read, wasn't it? That's right. Twitching back so to life. So they had to shoot her Again. In the coffin. In the coffin. Possibly one of the few people on the planet who've ever been killed in Inside the coffin. The coffin. Yeah. But it is an efficient way of going about it. It's a masterfully efficient way of doing things, Maisie. Well done. Soldier platoon of... Of the 1790s <laughs> yeah. of the Dutch. Okay, Maisie, let's move on to throwing that shade. How much shade did the chestnut tree throw? Well, the tree is actually quite small in comparison, again, to our earlier fantastic trees. But what's pleasant is that there's many chestnut trees around the world that grow in like the Northern Hemisphere. So there's a lot in Asia and Europe and North America. And the European chestnut is actually the biggest one. So is it? Represent. Don't want to brag. We got the biggest tree. So he's like 70 metres. No, that's a lie. He's like 40 metres tall. And that's huge. And canopy. 
Yeah, it is really big. It was just big enough to be taller than the house that Anne Frank was staying in, so she could just peer out of the attic window and get a nice look at this. Um, Like six or seven metres canopy. Great. Enough to shade Anne Frank for two years from the heinous crimes of the Nazis. Nazi party. So, pretty good canopy, really, I guess. Can I ask a question? Do chestnut trees have conkers? Oh, this is... I was gobsmacked at this, and I told Alice, and you were completely unfazed, and I was quite... This was, like, one of the best things I've learned this year. I apologise. Okay, so you know chestnuts? I'm sure you haven't given them much thought, Mm -mm. as I haven't before ten minutes ago. (laughs) I thought chestnuts would grow on a tree just like lots of nuts grow on bushes and whatnot, like hazelnuts. But chestnuts actually grow in, like, a weird, what's called a spiny burr, (laughs) which no one knows what that means. But if you think about a conker when it's still in its little pointy shell, that's what a spiny burr is, a little pointy shell. And chestnuts come in these spiny burrs. You get, like, one to seven of them. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, they come out like conkers. Lo and behold, dear listener, a conker is a kind of chestnut. (laughs) It comes from a horse chestnut tree. A conker is a chestnut. A conker is a chestnut. A conker is just a chestnut. A conker is just a chestnut. Wow. Why aren't they edible like chestnuts? Like, why don't they get put in food and stuff? Maybe Once they do. I put a conquer in a microwave and it exploded. Well, I guess that would happen with a lot of. Is that a lie? See, our history knowledge is just as good as our culinary in that there is none of it. <laughs> I don't know. How many um, nuts and seeds have you microwaved? Very few. Because I've never owned it. my own microwave. But you've had access to one, presumably, for yeah, some years. I'm not going to mess up your microwave. Definitely not going to mess up mum's microwave. Hell no. Fear the right hook. But in the name of science <laughs> and empirical primary data collection, yeah, I, Maisie, respect for I entreat property, you to microwave curiosity. some spiny burrs. This is why I'm a secret capitalist. <laughs> you got to respect other people's property more than your own whims. <laughs> what happens if you microwave a conquer? And lo and behold, what did it do? It exploded. It exploded in the microwave. It did, yeah. yeah. Give me the shade of your trees in. What was shady about it? What was good about it <laughs> okay so all in all johanna magdalena katherine von dorth lady van dorth for sure <laughs> was averagely shady in that when she was young she was so contrary and unwilling to be a subdued doormat of ladies of the time yeah. were expected to be that her family sent her off to boarding school because she just kept fucking the family lawyer amazing she was just a big old thirst <laughs> trap for this lawyer uh, and the family were like wringing their hands and clutching their oh, pearls no. and you're bringing the family name into disregard <laughs> and she was like fuck you ma <laughs> and then they sent her away to boarding school and she got into loads of trouble there For, like, like escaped a load of times spent youth women it was like to teach them yeah. manners and how yeah, to have yeah. a straight back and how to not fuck the family <laughs> But she didn't after that. She just fucked her brother instead. So, you know. She was like, well, you told me not to fuck the lawyer. I didn't do that to that. Uh, and then she got banged up in fake palatial prison and bribed her way out like an absolute yeah. dawn. I love it, man. She sounds a bit like gentleman jackish in the whole Agreed. kind of like, I just don't give a shit. I wear what I want. Have sex with who I want, including my own direct yeah, so siblings. <laughs> what are you going to do? You told me a great fact about the cop's ride. Yeah, Johanna Magdalena Katrina Van Dorth, Lady Van Dorth for short, was immortalised in <laughs> the ever perennially popular Tim Burton <laughs> Corpse Bride, where there's a Lady Van Dorth there and she's this really like well upholstered, like matronly looking. I don't know what character she plays. I, I don't think I've seen think the Corpse she, Bride, but. She's like a background one, I think. Yeah. I'm going to use her for the thumbnail for this episode. Okay, so good we idea. We'll all get a peek at Lady Van Dorth. She's buxom. She is. Let me tell you what. 
Yeah. She's a well-proportioned woman. <laughs> What's our next segment, Alice? Give, give the page a the, n- the next segment, Maisie, I can tell you, of course, since this is our 10th episode. We've been wow. going for 10 weeks. We're into double digits now. Well done. Well done us. Well done us. Uh, it's tall tale, Maisie. How tall is the Anne Frank chestnut tree? It's 40 metres tall, whereas the puny Asiatic chestnut tree is a mere 18. Embarrassing. That is pretty embarrassing. Yeah, the the British one is very good. It's very much like an oak, except it's a bit more stout, so a bit shorter and a bit chubbier. Okay. Yeah. What do its leaves look like? Um, they're toothed, which means they've got like a saw in and out. Yep. Motion, and then they have burrs for flowers. Cool. Yeah, it is cool, and like catkins and stuff. I think burrs is the male flower, and catkins is the female. They have oh, different ones. Yeah. That's cool. It is cool. However. The sad thing about this tree, oh, I mean, it's already quite harrowing, but we'll go one step further. <laughs> August 2010, there's this big old storm oh, in no, Amsterdam easy. and the tree, a metre up from the ground, gets felled. But the good news is that a lot of its saplings were harvested beforehand and now they're all over the world. So there's some That's in America nice. and there's, there's like 150 saplings planted in this um, national forest in Amsterdam. Is it called the Anne Frank Memorial National Forest? It's not. It's called Amsterdam. <laughs> I've heard of that. Yeah, me too. It's a really popular attraction. <laughs> Second only to Anne Frank's house herself. Wow. I, I think it's really encouraging, you know, that it seems to be a fairly common thread in the research that we've done about all these different trees is that really significant trees, people seem to put quite a lot of effort into securing the progeny mm. for future generations mm-hmm. to enjoy and like recognising and honouring the significance yeah. of what trees give to us as people totally. in excess of just their like material benefits yeah, yeah, yeah. of providing timber and stuff. Like Bodhi trees, survivor trees. Yeah, there's Those lots ones. of them. It would be so cool to meet the children of these trees. We could go. We could go to the National Forest. I think it's we need to take far. this show on the road maybe. Yeah. <laughs> to a recording from the forest imagine that that'd be great your birds caw-caw. well you don't need the birds cacaing when you've got us with such <laughs> accurate depictions um, so what's happening now where this one metre splinter of the tree they just took it out took it all no, gone I think it would have been sadder to just leave like the one metre of trunk like just a reminder everything decays oh god so they just took it out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe for the best. Yeah, I think so. Well, it kind of served its purpose, right? It gave some cheer hope. to Anne Frank and her Very family, hopeful, hope, yeah. and the message of, you know, continual renewal and that death is just a very natural part mm-hmm. of all life. I'm not sure how comforting that would be whilst you're in hiding from the Nazis. No, I think it's like the manner of death that's the problem, isn't it? Indeed, you're quite right, yeah. Yep. And we all know how that story ended. So on to the tall tale of the treason. Excellent transition there, Alice. It was seen as one of the worst injustices when all she really did was support an opposing political party. But yeah. they, they were really butthurt about it. They were super sore about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if... You know how there's this phenomena where when women commit crimes that are traditionally more masculine, like murdering kids and stuff, that they get much harsher sentences than men who murder kids exactly, because it's yeah. double deviance, right? Exactly. Where they're deviant yeah. against Carol the Smith. law and also against their gender, gender norms. norms. Yeah. So I wonder if she was particularly punished because she was a woman being Gentleman Jackie and like flipping the bird to... Yeah. It's hard to tell with this kind of thing because I know it's quite a key policy of like the 18th century and the 17th century of just killing all the people that oppose you just because that means that they can never re-upstart. Yeah. So it might not... It, I don't know. Maybe it was more of a gender thing. But I know they're a big fan of just like, you said you didn't like me once. Dead now. Dead now. And also they were quite butthurt because one of... So the 
What, the Patriots? Patriots, there you go. Yeah. Um, so one of the Patriots' main guys was killed and she, like, openly laughed about it. Oh, yeah. And she, like, refused to say, like, to even pretend to be sad. And didn't she, she was quoted as saying, oh, well, it's just a Patriot. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so she ruffled a lot of feathers. Mm. But I like that about her. I agree. I mean, I wouldn't condone having sex with your siblings. I think what I find worse is the whole I don't like democracy because this society is benefiting me extremely well. Yeah, yeah, that's not great. It's really ungreat. Yep, yep. We're famously undercover socialists. Yeah. Not really that <laughs> undercover. No. We're, we blew our own cover <laughs> many moons ago. So thumbs down for that. Yeah. Um, she, so she died. She was killed on the 22nd of November in 1779 as we mentioned, shot by six soldiers unsuccessfully. <laughs> like, how bad at your job can you be? Oh, how when good at life was she? Oh, that's a much better spin on it, Maisie. I take that. I take yeah. my hat to you. That's a great... Thanks, bud. So put her in a coffin, twitch back to life. Bang, bang. So shot her again. Literally. So as far as tall tales go, that is like Dracula-esque tallness yeah. of tale. <laughs> Bravo, madam. Like, I don't agree oh. with your politics, but I do agree with your will to life. Stamps, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Imagine just being so... I don't know. Contrary. Yeah, so like yeah, spiteful. Oh, brilliant. Living for spite, I is think, is way. what's going to make me endure. Everything. I I want to live to be older than 100. Mm. I think I can do it. Doesn't it feel a bit selfish? Yes. <laughs> and well, I guess when you live for spite, you don't really mind about such things. as Correct, Amanda. Selfishness. <laughs> Trail as old as time, Maisie. Talk to me about chestnut trees. So they can live up to 300 years old. That's quite old. Good. Yeah, yeah. So when Anne Frank saw her chestnut tree, it was about 170, and then it lived for another 50 years. Yeah. Yep, 50, 60 Oh, years. that's not bad. Yeah. yeah. It's like 200-ish, 210 when it died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good going. I, again, the huge mistake we made was doing all the old ones first. We opened really them all. strong, didn't we? Yeah. But for like an average, this is an average tree length. And 300 years, it's easy to forget when we're talking about centuries, but that's, that's fucking that's ages of time. Long. It's so a lot longer going on. People. It would have been around her time. That's sweet. It would have been oh, around Johanna been around... von Dorth. They might have even been the same city. Maisie, I believe you mean Johanna Magdalena Catherine von Dorth, Lady von Dorth for short. That's exactly the one I mean. You know what? It would have been around if it was 170 years old when she was there. And she was in the Netherlands, right? And yeah, this, this tree is was Amsterdam. in the Netherlands. They're both in Amsterdam. Oh my God, maybe, she, maybe they around. met each other. That tree was around when she was around. Wow. Cute, yeah? That is cute. It was one maybe of the she oldest trees on it. in Amsterdam of chestnut varieties. Does it still have chestnut trees there now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really popular all over the northern hemisphere. Get huh. them all over the place. Well done. Apart from in America where some kind of weird fungal infection wiped a bunch of them out. They're well bad for weird fungal infections chestnut in America. Chestnut trees? Yeah, or yeah. America? America is bad for fungal infections that wipe out entire species of trees. Oh, God. Yeah. And why? I don't know. They did a big bit about it in Overstory, you know, that tree book. They talk about that a lot. There's like a few species that have been completely eradicated. Like, you know, the pear tree, the calorie pear tree? They yes. had to bring them over from China. From China because of because that fungus. Because they all got fucked, yeah. America, get your natural biome in the game. Sort out your ecosystem, <laughs> fools. That, that place is the wastelands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what about your trees now, Liz? When did it go down? Okay, well, Johanna was born in... Oh, excuse me, not Johanna. I mean, Johanna Magdalena Catherine von Dorth, Lady von Dorth for short. Nice. Was born in 1747. Mm-hmm. And she lived until 1799. It's quite so a ripe old age, Yeah, really, she was 52 when she was splunked by the soldiers. I'd be happy if I lived that long. 52? Are you taking the piss? I'm just really a big fan of just get what you need to get. And then go. Like, you know, people that hang around the shops too long browsing. Oh, God, I hate that. Exactly. You people hate that hang that. around parties too long. The world is that shop. 
you get in, you have some friends, you have a few laughs, and then you fuck off get and out. leave space for other people to do their shopping. Well, that's extremely wise. I and think quite 50s. sad. 50 is not very old. You think I should only have 20 years left? Well, I don't think other people should have any less time, and by us using resources and being alive, that's sort of what we're doing. If everyone died at 50, it'd be a much easier place for everyone else to live, right? This is getting a little sci-fi <laughs> for me i'm like thanos without the power <laughs> <laughs> just the wicked jewelry <laughs> no well, i'd never do anything about it obviously i just think 100's taking the piss isn't it you need to be alive at what are you doing at 100 from a utilitarian perspective well i don't know i need to find out i've got to get there to discover <laughs> all right Maisie, let's I'll- go to the five socks okay. <laughs> i'm gonna give Anne frank's tree I do love it a lot, and I love the... Can you call it Literature Link? Is Anne Frank's diary a literature? Yeah, totally. Yeah, Historical totally. literature, okay, autobiography. Yeah. I love that angle, because I don't think we've really had that so far. Yeah, you're right. So I'm going to give it 4.2 stalks. It's a strong rating. It is, whereas I give Johanna Magdalena Katrina von Dorf, Lady von Dorf short. I'm going to go to 3.7. Like, I liked her ballsiness. I didn't like her mm-hmm. politics. It's so easy when you're in a position of power to just do everything you can to maintain that power. Yes. So for that, eat it. What are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking that Johanna Magdalena Katrin van Dorf, Lady van Dorf, gets... She gets 3.1 stalks out of 5 stalks on the 5 stalk scale because her will to live and her contrariness, Mm. her unsubduability, I do take my hat off to that. However, her hatred of democracy is a real Stinger. sticking point for me. There's only so much I can get behind somebody who doesn't believe in my fundamental yeah, human rights, you know? It's a tricky business. It is, yeah. Which she navigated very poorly. And then died in the end. Yeah, well, don't we all? And Anne Frank's chestnut tree, I really appreciate that it was able to give some small morsel mm. of comfort to people mm-hmm. going through some of the most appalling experiences yeah. we can not even begin to imagine. Totally. So that's a great and thankless service that trees around the world provide for people all the time. Yeah. And really, by extension, all of the natural world mm-hmm. is constantly providing us with material nourishment and provisions, but also psychological reprieve and like the closest thing I can get to spirituality is my awe-inspiring love of nature and trees in particular. Looking at a big tree. So brilliant. Me oh my. So for that reason I will award Anne Frank's chestnut tree 4.5 stocks out of the five stock scale. So high rating. Well done buddy. Maze, it's been an absolute pleasure. Do you know what it's not been, though? It's By not contrast, sure. it's not That's been a sure, sure, isn't it? So, who have you been? I've been Maisie. I've been Alice. And this has been Trees, Trees in Review. Review.